to Live to Tell, the podcast where my friends and I come together to shoot the shit and share stories of triumph and failure. I'm your host, Carl Veal, and I'm excited to share some of my experiences and eager to learn some of yours. This is a no-judgment zone because after all, we all have a story to tell. Andy Parekh, a middle-aged Asian woman from the mean streets of Tampa, Florida. Andy enjoys double penetration, fried chicken, and according to Wikipedia, is a filthy pig bottom. He has been one of my best friends since I laid eyes on him in the pound. We haven't hung out since the beginning of December. I miss him very much, so let's see how he's doing. Carlito. Andy. What's up, bro? Thank you. There's Thank a, you. There's a little applause for you. I think all the get. Are, wow. Yeah. Everyone's like super excited to have you on the show. That's really warm. That was really <laughs> warm. I feel like, I feel like wanted already. How, how are you doing today? I'm doing good, man. Uh, fucking chilling. Well, uh, welcome to live to tell my friend. I'm excited. All right, so we're going to start it off like this. I, I did a little research on you for the interview. Oh my God, I'm scared already. All right, so, so uh, it says here you're five foot eight inches tall. <laughs> Negative, <laughs> six foot tall. Uh, you're you're Jesus. 56 years old? Oh my God. No, wrong again. Uh, this one I got from multiple sources that your dick is four and a half inches erect. <laughs> uh no comment but that is also fucking wrong <laughs> okay okay so maybe you should check your wikipedia and have that taken down maybe you should get a real fact checker <laughs> um or a sidekick uh or something yes i, I, I don't know where you're getting your that. information from son but your information is not correct we don't even got to go with the right information let's just go with that man they all gonna know all right, bro. So, uh, do you remember how you first met me? I was thinking about this the other day, but I don't remember the first time we really hung out because it was obviously probably uh, chaotic and uh, a drunken state, I'm sure. But I do remember the first time I saw you when you walked into one of those uh, pre meals, pre shift meetings yes. at Five Church. Yes. And uh, I think I had been out of. Uh, training maybe about a week or two and I was just sitting there and uh, I wasn't in the best spot when I got that five church job. Mm -hmm. I, I can't really remember what was going on in my life, but I know I wasn't in a great spot and uh, I was sitting there and I was just like, God damn, what am I doing here with all these children? Like these kids. Had you just started but, right, right, right before I started again? I, yeah, pretty much, pretty much I had been right there um, I, I will tell you the one good thing about that with me being like kind of the older guy in the room kind of brought me back down to, uh, um, like how it used to be, you know what I mean? How it was just always we would go to work and have fun. And, you know, and I think at that point in my life, when I got that job, I wasn't having too much fun. And so that kind of was cool hanging out with younger people and, uh, 
kind of getting into that lifestyle again, you know, just mm-hmm. going and drinking after we got off work. It was kind of like we were rock stars, but we never went to a different city. City. We were just in Atlanta, but like we partied like rock stars every night, every day. Oh yeah. Um, uh, we did some crazy stuff, some amazing stuff, uh, some great stories, but uh, maybe even some that we can't even tell on here or we shouldn't tell on here. Uh, we'll tell a couple. But I don't remember the first time we hung out. I just, I, I just do. I, we were at that bar in um, Decatur and I was out with my roommate at the time. And then I saw you and then we just started drinking and then we were was best it, friends it, ever it, since. That's the first no. time we ever hung out and like drank. Yeah. And we were doing Jameson shots, like fucking nobody's business. <laughs> That's my, um, um, when they have $3 Jameson shots, it's a fucking disaster for yeah, me. That's uh that's an issue <laughs> that I'm willing right. to take. That's right. It's a road that I'll, I'll be well traveled upon. All right. So, uh, today I'm just going to ask you like 10 random questions and <laughs> at the end we'll see if we have time for yours. Sounds good. Sounds good. Okay, so first, I just want to clarify, you're not going to be using my show to come out of the closet today, right? <laughs> oh, my God. Why do we have to go there so fast, really? Oh, it's just too fun. I have I something know. to say, Carl. What? I have something to say. I am not coming out on your show. Well, thank you, because this show is going to Nor be fun. will I ever be coming out, because I'm not... Yay. Yeah, well, that brings me to my first question because you are obviously a straight guy. You're probably one of the straightest guys I've ever met. What is, what is it like to have a gay best friend? What is it like? To, you know, I don't even know if I even think of it like that. Like, I had the opportunity to live in San Francisco for such a long time. Um, I had so many... Uh, great friends out there, um, gay, straight, um, bi, whatever. But like, I feel like, I don't know, a lot of my straight friends, you know, coming up, they've always, I've had this issue before. It's like, oh, why are you hanging out with uh, the gay guys? Or why are you hanging out, um, you know, with whoever? Yeah, that's what I want to talk about. Like, what is that feeling like when you have a, well, a great friend and then there's other people like kind of clowning it. You know, for me, it's like, dude, I like to have fun and I like to fucking party and nobody does that better than the gay community. Like it's fucking hands down. No, absolutely. Like, and, and everybody's welcoming. Everybody's inviting. Um, everybody's gels very well together, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and like, like, I don't know. And maybe I kind of took, uh, to like gay people a little bit more because I I kind of see the struggle where you're not kind of fitting in when you're growing up and like when you're not accepted. like accepted and shit like that and like I feel like I kind of fucking had to do that my whole life you know my my I moved here from London England to South fucking Georgia when I was like four or five years old. Do you remember? I'm that? the only motherfucker. Yeah, I mean, I remember just being the only brown Indian boy in the whole fucking county, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so I just constantly had to adapt and, and like, constantly tried to fit in everywhere, you know? So 
Uh, a lot of people make fun of me because I have a little bit of uh, different accents every now and then and shit. And I feel like I do that to make other people feel comfortable. You, you know? have a southern accent, I think, like a real big get, southern draw. I do, goddammit, man. I come out with that southern accent, and, <laughs> you know, I want to make everybody feel comfortable. Yeah, like, after one up. shot of Jameson, there comes that accent. Well, you know. And then after three, I might go fucking totally English on you and try to be proper. And I love when you do that. I love you when know, you do that's that. That's when I try to get the girls, I think. I, I noticed that I was like, I noticed that like when I start speaking English, like I'm trying to like fucking be somebody I'm not, but I'm trying to like in my mind be like James Bond or something, you know? Yeah. Well, it works but, because you have sex a lot. Hey, now. <laughs> not to put your business out there. <laughs> I have um, meaningful relationships with some women. Some lovely and, young women. Uh, some lovely young women. I've had some nice relationships. Yes, and, uh, with great reputations. Pretty shitty relationships as well, but you know, I think that uh, makes me who I am. Yeah, for sure, it molds you. But I think you know, having a gay best friend um, has like somebody's asking me like, like, why do I only do that? It's like, well, a, yeah, because we have a fucking good time together and shit, and then b. We go to any fucking gay bars or gay clubs or anything, and there's like a lot of women like love going to gay bars and love mm-hmm. doing that shit because they feel like they're not going to be hit on and shit like that. Well, that's the like smartest thing I think for straight men to do is to go to a gay bar because a lot yeah, of gay I men mean, bring their straight girlfriends and there's no one else for them to hit on. Right, and you know they're drinking hardcore at fucking gay bars because they motherfucking pour. Three shots and a fucking drink. That's the best thing about gay bars. They yeah, know how to pour a so, drink. So do you have any advice for like straight guys that don't want to hang out with gay men? I feel like they just need to be comfortable with their own sexuality, dude. Mm-hmm. Like, I could give two fucks if somebody calls me a fag or calls me gay or whatever. Like, you know, just because I'm hanging out with somebody, like, that doesn't bother me at all. Like, you got to be comfortable with you, dude. Right. And like, you know, I've never had a gay experience, never needed to, never wanted to. Um, but some of my best friends, uh, you know, and you like you like we've hung out a hundred times. We've even slept together in the same fucking bed. <laughs> yeah. But like, it's, it's not fucking gay. Uh, I mean, I love you and shit. But like, dude, like, like, it's never been weird. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's a uh, that's like one of the best things I think about our friendship anyway is that it's never been weird we just had fun and just enjoyed life and got crazy and just had a blast you know exactly it's one of those things where you know you don't know who you're going to be friends with you can't pick that you know right. um it just kind of happens and it's all organic and it's all natural and uh you know i mean i i got one of my i'm lucky enough to have one of my um really good friends. One of my oldest friends since I was like four or five years old um, lives here in Atlanta now, literally right down the street from me now. And, uh, you know, we took definitely different paths. He, he's a physician. I'm a, uh, uh, a nosician. Like you're, you're, a, you're an entrepreneur. <laughs> I'm you're an a socialite. Entrepreneur. 
<laughs> Paris Hilton of Atlanta. Yes. Yes, Queen. All right. Well, that brings me to my second question. Like, what is the number one thing that you wished you could do as a job? Oh, be a pro golfer. You'd be like, a pro golfer? Yeah. Golfer? Yeah, be a pro golfer. That's uh I mean, I think you know, I was I was brought up on sports. I I did sports my whole life and fucking got into everything. My dad always said uh, I was I was a jack of all trades, um, ace of none. Um, <laughs> but he's fucking right on it, man. He put me in everything. He put me in baseball. He put me in soccer. He they you know they took me to shit and they did stuff for me and karate, taekwondo, all this kind of stuff. I had so many like different things that I was doing when I was growing up. And then I don't know when I was like fifteen, sixteen, I got into golf and uh, like. I was just like fucking enamored by how these golfers look so fucking cool on, on TV with like press pants and, and polo shirts and they're just swinging the ball like effortlessly and just doing perfect, you know? Mm-hmm. So I would have to be a pro golfer. So that's a little bit of cricket noises for you, sir. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. That's too funny. All right. So, Let's get down to the good shit. So, oh my God. have you fucked any of our mutual girlfriends that I don't Yo, know about? Bro, what kind of podcast are you doing, Carl? Spill the tea, dude. This is an open, chill environment. I am not. I'm not putting. I'm not putting people out there like that that don't want to be out there. So you might. If, have, you might have fucked some of our me, mutual girlfriends, and I don't know. Well, if they've had sex with me, they probably don't want to be out there like that. So, <laughs> well, I'm des- not, I'm describe not a describe a night of fucking with Andy. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> okay, like, first do, of all, do they wake up satisfied the next day? Well, the cool thing is, uh, it's always it's always on the next morning. Okay. Uh, so round, probably round two is a definite. Uh, it's probably going to be like round four or five in the morning, you know. Okay. But like, uh, I I can't even. I mean, to answer your question honestly, I you you fucking know everybody that I've been with. Um, I'm just. I'm wondering if there's people that you haven't told me about. No, my life is an open book to you. Uh, maybe not on this fucking podcast for the whole world. <laughs> All right, but well, that's good to hear. You, you pretty much know about me. Um, I mean, you know, I've I've been very I've been look. My people are are Indian. We invented the Kami Sutra. Mm. Like I have studied it. I think it was a, a it was a prerequisite for me to be Indian to know the Kama Sutra. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. So, but <clears throat> anyway, next question. All right, next question. Uh, what is your favorite time that you've ever had hanging out with me specifically? My favorite time? Mm-hmm. God damn. There's so many. It, I mean, just one that really comes up to mind right now. And I, I bet it's on the tip of your tongue. Oh God. But Oklahoma city. Oh my God. All right. So um, we, we can talk about that. So we were, uh, uh, yeah, go ahead. We were moving you to Denver, mm-hmm. and uh, this was right when the pandemic started. So 
Um, it was actually a great time to be on the road and shit because nobody was on the fucking road. And we went, we left Georgia thinking that, ah, everything's going to be open outside of Georgia and we'll just drive to Denver and stop at bars and <laughs> all the way and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, all this kind of shit. It'll be fun. It was such a great trip. It was a great trip. It was such a great trip, but I think Oklahoma City. That's where was, the magic uh, happened. Where the magic definitely happened. And, and, and if you want to take over at this point, Carl. No, I don't. Uh, really, I want to hear your, your side of it. So, okay. So we're in Oklahoma City. We got a hotel. Did we drink before well, we went out? We went. Well, no, I think. I think the the background is is that we went through we went through okay so Georgia we left Georgia mm-hmm. the next state was uh fucking Alabama right yeah and we've seen that Talladega Nights thing yeah and then we went to Arkansas maybe after that yeah no I can't remember I but anyway we ended go ahead we we ended up in Oklahoma City and that was actually the first place that had a bar open where people were there. Yes. Correct? Yeah. So we only had to walk and, like two blocks for the bar, right? It was right by the hotel. The first bar. Maybe. Yeah. I, I thought it was just one or one bar, but. No, remember we went to that first bar that was by the hotel and then we took an Uber to this other bar that was like super packed. Yes. And that's where she was. <laughs> Do you remember her name? I am so glad I don't remember her name. Yes, um, me either. So basically, re- we got blackout drunk, and I ended up messing around with a girl who I I hadn't messed around with a girl in like years and years and years. But then I got a little camera yeah. shy, so I had to shut it down. <laughs> well, also the cool thing about that is, and it's happened to us a hundred times. Like we'll go out somewhere, or whatever. And people are, people are like, I mean, uh, just attached to you as soon as they see you. I mean, I mean, you're a fucking attractive fucking guy. You're big, you're huge. The girls love you. Um, and I like how sometimes you play it where you don't fucking tell them anything until like later. (laughs) And then I'm there to fucking pick up the fucking fumble. Yes. You can have my slack, brah. So what was it like uh, seeing me as, like, your gay best friend, like, making out with a girl and all that? What was it like? Yeah, I were mean, you, like, in shock? I wasn't in shock. I think I was really, like, happy. And I was like, yeah, dog, go ahead. <laughs> go ahead and play, uh, go ahead. And then we had... um. Just the fucking background is that we got to talk, we got to talk about this girl. We, she's nameless, but... She was on a reality TV show, right? The Bachelor, right? Bachelor. She was on the, the Bachelor. Ba- she was on the Bachelorette or Bachelor. Who the fuck? I think knows? she was a contestant on the Bachelor. Okay, and so she was this fucking hot blonde chick. She was beautiful. Uh, great boobs, great body, sexy as fuck. And uh, all, all I really remember is us sitting at the fucking bar in a booth. And then she was just like fucking, for sure she was going to fuck you. She was just like, 
she was like one of those girls who's like, I fuck anybody I want, and I am gonna fuck Carl tonight. Right. And Some I was sitting there. Like Some girls are very pushy like that. Like, I'm gonna fuck you. Like, okay. Yeah, because they've never been said fucking no. Like, you know how many times I've been said no? Like, nope, nope, not happening. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, get it. So I don't think like that. But she was definitely like, she's getting some tonight. And I was just sitting back in the cut, and I was like, yeah, we'll see, bitch. We'll see who you're going to fuck tonight. And I remember her, like, week. ripping her clothes off, like, uh, on the bed in the hotel and, like, immediately started like giving me a blowjob and i'm just like what is going on <laughs> i have never seen anybody drop their panties faster in my whole fucking life <laughs> we opened the door to the hotel room she lied to us and said she was staying at the same hotel yeah i think she did lie but she gave us a ride back to the hotel and she she said that she was staying at the same hotel and we got in her jeep and drove to the hotel Opened the door to the hotel room. By the time that fucking door closed behind me, this bitch was naked. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, that was fucking quick as hell. And she had the most amazing body ever. That's all I really remember about her. Yeah, she was beautiful. That her body was ridiculous. And uh, next thing I know, you guys are making out. And I'm like, okay, well, I guess I'll fucking just fucking go to sleep or whatever, you know. And then uh, I guess you got a little like you you came to you because we were all hammered. Yeah, hammered. We were all fun. hammered. And uh, I don't know if we were kind of like making all out. Like I was kind of making out with her too at one point or whatever. Um, and then like you, she was like, apparently, oh yeah, she went down on you or some shit. Yeah. And then like a few minutes later, you're like. Uh, Andy, come help me. Yeah, that's when I like tagged you. I was like, "All right, uh, this is over for me. I'm ready for bed now." And then uh, I told her, "I left. Her. I said, hey, girl, come over here on this other bed with the real dog." <laughs> and you showed her what's up, right? And then uh, you gave her the Andy special. And then I blacked out. Well, <laughs> I do remember the next morning. I was so fucking hungover, and I couldn't find my. ID oh, or yeah. my ATM card, and I was freaking out. I thought she robbed us. <laughs> that was hilarious. We was like, we woke up and we we're like, that bitch fucking stole all our shit. <laughs> Fuck. Oh she my got god! Yes, she got I, my room. I was she so my nervous. Oh my god! But oh, oh. My, I think that's probably the most hungover I've ever been driving. So after we left, we drove for you know a while because we still had a while to go and. I just remember like silence and we just kept laughing about that girl. God, may her body be in the Smithsonian one day. Yes. May she rest Definitely in Definitely in my spank night forever. Well, uh, let's talk about your first kiss. Do you remember your first kiss with a girl? <laughs> I like how you said with a girl. <laughs> I just have to clarify just so people understand that you're straight. <laughs> You know, I really, I mean, okay, I remember my first kiss, like, in, like, fucking first grade or kindergarten, something stupid, where it was just, like, I don't know how it really happened, but we were, like, standing in line or whatever, and some girl, and it was a, I remember her being blonde, too, some blonde chick, like, I don't know if we were, like, 
kind of holding hands or something or whatever in that time. Mm -hmm. I just remember us being in line or whatever. And, uh, like she turned around and she like pecked me on my face, but just gave me a little peck. So that was definitely my first kiss, but like my first real kiss, fuck, who knows, man? Who knows when my first real kiss was? You don't remember? But then I think, no, no. I mean, I, your boy, your boy was a late bloomer, right. to say the least. Okay, sure. let's talk about the first time that you went down on a girl. What was that experience like? Uh, I don't know what the fuck I was doing, probably, the first time I did that. You don't remember that uh, either? No, Carl, I I don't have a great memory for shit like that. Like, maybe I fucking pushed it out of my memory. I don't know, but... Um, Do you remember your first girlfriend? My first girlfriend? I think my first, yes. I'm like, my first real girlfriend was not until, oh, no, I'm sorry. My, okay, yeah, my first girlfriend was in high school. It was the only, this was after I had moved from South Georgia, where I was the only fucking brown kid in the whole county, um, uh, to, like, Griffin, Georgia, just south of Atlanta. So it was a little bit more diverse there compared comparatively to South Georgia anyway. Mm-hmm. But yeah, my first girlfriend was this Indian chick and the only Indian chick that I've ever been with in my whole life um, was, uh, I'm not going to say her name, but it was one of those names where you hear the name and it might rhyme with hotel, her last name, <laughs> but uh, never been with an Indian chick after that. And uh, I don't know why, but we... And we didn't even have sex, but we did everything other than sex, I guess you could say. Okay. Um, my, and, and this was back in the day when uh, we had these big-ass camcorders and shit. So, like in funny story, I guess one day I decided to uh, do a little videotape session oh. uh, in my room downstairs. Uh, my parents were not there, of course, or whatever, so I took the family uh, the, the camcorder. I took it downstairs and like put it in my room and shit. And homegirl came over, and we start getting into it, making out and everything. And just imagine like the most wretched, like fucking raunchy ass sex ever, without actual <laughs> penetration. Um, How old were you? You know, I was probably like sixteen, seventeen, somewhere okay. around in that age yeah. group. You know. Um, and, uh, you know, we were fucking doing it all. Like it was, it was, uh, it was like teenage stuff. And, and, you know, when you're fucking that young, uh, you don't, you, you're just straight fucking hardcore. Like, let me get it. Let me get it. Let me get it. Yeah. You know, that's all you think about when you're younger, like around 16. All you think about, you know, I mean, you could jack off 35 times a day and it'll be fucking like, Oh, normal. Cool. Fine. (laughs) You know, but yeah. the thing, the, the the fucking kicker of this whole story is I I put it in uh, uh, the camcorder at the house, and then I, I I guess a couple of weeks later or whatever, I uh, put it in the VCR upstairs in the family room, and I was just kind of watching my work, you know, admiring myself. Yes, job uh, well done. A job well done. I was like, okay, and, you know, and I was critiquing. Okay, I could have done that a little bit better. Maybe I should have slapped her ass right there at that spot, you know, or whatever. <laughs> but uh, 
I forgot the fucking tape in the VCR. No. Um, and then I had left or whatever. I come home and I just see this look on my mother's face. No. And it's just, it's just this look of fucking disgust and hatred and fucking what did I raise kind of look, you know? Mm. And I knew as soon as I looked at her face, I like looked at the VCR and I'm like, fuck, it's not in there. (laughs) (laughs) And she knew what the fuck was going on right off the bat. And I was like, I went straight to her room to find it. Because like my my thing was like, oh, my God, my dad's going to see this VCR. My dad's going to see this tape. Um, He's going to kick my ass. You know, my mom was always like, like verbally like aggressive and like, you know, would like chastise me and, you know, or what, not, not chastise me, but like, you know, make sure like you knew verbally that you were me. fucking up. Yeah. Like, but verbally do it in my face and shit like that. You know, right. My dad would have fucking like, uh, like she was like, she was like, how can you be doing this in my house? <laughs> you're living under my bloody roof and you're doing this. And the bad part was that she knew the girls, she knew the fucking girls family and everything, you know, Oh, and all this kind of shit. So I was just like, God damn, that was the worst thing I could have ever done. So was there like but, a really bad, awkward silence at the dinner table that night? No. Well, so we, basically what happened was I ran into her room because I knew the fucking tape was in there, her room. And she's like, I'm going to tell your dad when he gets home. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, fuck. I'm fucking fucked, you know? Yeah. So I run to her room. I go in her room, and I'm just, like, fucking opening up all the drawers and everything. She comes up behind me, and then she goes, stands right in front of the armoire, and she's like, it's not here. <laughs> and so I basically, there, huh? I basically pushed her out of the way from the armoire and I opened it and I grabbed the tape and I just like destroyed it right there. <laughs> but and I was like, mom, you have the worst poker face ever. Like you can't see that to me, but I killed it. And, uh, that was my first fucking girlfriend. Yeah. And then after that, and your first porn, both... man, my first porn. Yeah. Have you made many you after? Probably... No, I don't. I think I was so traumatized by that experience. I've fucking never done that again. Good. You know, dude, it like took fucking like, actually, I was fucking uh, seeing this girl not too long ago. We still kind of talk every now and then. But um, she, we, I don't know how the thing got on her. She's like, wait, send me a dick pic. And I'm like, what? I'm not sending you a dick pic. Like, what the fuck? I've never done that. Right. Right. Like, just sounds weird and gross. And to me, dicks don't look good. Like, they don't look fucking appealing. Right. Yeah, you're right and, about that. Especially if you take a fucking picture of your dick, and I uh, and I look at it, I'm like, okay, that's my dick, but it still don't look great. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, you can't like, really. Why would I send a that? Dick. <laughs> well, I mean, some people, some some women have said other things about my dick and 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 like built it up a little bit, but I don't feel like that, dude. I'm like, ugh, I just want to stick that in, and that's it. You know? Yeah, I feel you. But, like last two years, I might have sent my first dick pic to somebody, and it was on Snapchat, so she couldn't save it unless she screenshotted it. But I think then I, I remember known. you telling me about that. You know? Yeah. All right. So, uh, who is your biggest celebrity crush, and why? Oh, uh, gosh, that's a tough one. 
I have a lot of crushes sometimes, and then you, they go you away. You get a crush every night back. we go out. You're like, oh my god, I'm in love. <laughs> <laughs> I do. Like I, I, I remember, like I'm, I'm with friends, and when Summer's one of my best friends, she's she's always like, when I'm out with her, she's like, God damn, Andy, you just look at every girl. You like basically, I I like look at every girl, and I like fucking like you know like unclothe her in my mind but apparently you can see me doing it through my eyes you're the same in that way like i feel like i'm completely boy crazy and you're completely girl crazy so it's yeah i don't know what it is dude about me but anytime a fucking female walks by and especially if i've never seen you before like if she walks by and we're walking different directions i can't control myself not to look back and look at her ass like it's not a fucking thing like I can't, like, okay, Andy, don't look at her ass. Don't look at her ass. Look at her ass. Damn, sorry. Did it again. And I've done that <laughs> around fucking girlfriends. I've done that around everybody. But I'm like, damn, am I weird? But then I notice fucking everybody kind of does that shit. That's fucking straight. Right. <laughs> you know? Is that weird for, because I know Summer as well. Is that weird to have a, a girl best friend too as well? Uh, no, I don't think so. Um, you know, it's like almost the same thing. It's like, you know, gay best friend, girl best friend. Like, I think both of those first words could be left out. Best friend, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it doesn't pick color. It doesn't pick creed. It doesn't pick, uh, you know, male or female. It just kind of happens. And uh, I think that's when it's just the best and it's organic and it's real. Yeah, those are the best friendships. Yeah, and honestly, you know, like uh, when you go through something with some people, um, you kind of have that bond as well. So um, needless to say, I've known fucking Summer for like over 10 years now, maybe 10 years. So uh, we've been through a lot together. Mm-hmm. Um, she's she's one of those ride or die bitches, you know? Right. So if you had to choose between Summer and myself, like who would you choose? I'm not choosing. You're both fucking rolling with me to the pearly gate. No, I would never. I would never make you make that choice unless I was drunk. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. I love summer. I love hanging out with you and summer at the same time. It's kind of fun, and it's in- interesting because I feel like summer knows so much more about you than I do. So it's kind of fun to see the way she fucks with you when we go out. Yeah, so summer definitely lets me have it. Yeah, she um, does. N- no, no holes bar. But she's like my sister, so you know, um, uh, it's it's warm and welcoming, and I love the girls. Right, just like you, Carlito. Oh, love you yes. too. Thank you. All right, so um, kind of piggybacking off your your sex tape, uh, like oh what what God. is your most embarrassing sex story? I don't have one of those, Carl. They're actually, all of them are pretty fucking amazing, all my sex stories. Nothing like crazy weird happened while you were having sex? Uh, not that I can think of right offhand. Um, you know, I'm, I'm a, I'm a traditional guy. Yeah. I'm very, uh, very missionary. Is that what you're saying? No, I mean, you know, <laughs> I I like them all. Right. Um, this is a, the, wait, I don't know how we got off on sex. 
podcast. I don't know either. This turned into a sex show, you pervert. (laughs) 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 Fucking perv. (laughs) See, I knew you were gay. (laughs) Oh, man. There's that, there has to be something like something gross that happened one day. I I know a story, but I don't know if we want to talk about it on the show. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure I don't want to talk about it on the show. If yeah. you don't want to talk about it on the show, <laughs> I don't even want to talk about none of this on the show. Right. Well, I'm just trying to get you to open up. See see how far I can get you to open up. So I believe that was your last night here. Yes. Um, or like the was, night of my going away, but I stayed. Like yeah, it was your going away days. party, basically. Yeah. It was your going away party, basically. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was some. That was a great time. We met up early in the day. We fucking hung out at Cypress out on the patio. Um, fucking thirty, forty people came through at that point just to wish you goodbye and show you how much love you had you know that Dude, was awesome I, got, I think that was probably the drunkest i've ever been you don't you say that every time you get drunk i know but i woke up the next day and there was like a 21 year old latino boy next to me and i don't even know how i got home but <laughs> let's, let's go back to your story <laughs> um no i stayed for like five more days like okay that, that's that right, party that's was right. on a sunday and i think i left on a thursday Gotcha. But yeah, I think that um, was well, the I drunkest mean, I'd been. The olive oil thing, situation wasn't even crazy. I think, um, I mean, it was kind of crazy. It was, it, I, I was in, enamored by the uh, person that was uh, hanging out with me that night. Um, and uh, She's lovely. We, she's, she's a great chick. Uh, we got along really well. Mm-hmm. Um, who knew that she was a player? And uh, hey, girls can be players too. She outplayed me. She did outplay me. I'm gonna tell y'all that. She got you. She got me good, player. Got me good. (laughs) But uh, I was like, uh, I was enamored. I was like, oh my god, why is the most beautiful chick in the goddamn room fucking hanging out with me? Like, what Mm -hmm. is going on right now? You know. And uh, we hung out. I guess we went to eight bars after fucking that. Um, we ended up at Sequel that night. Mm-hmm. We ended up at Sequel, and I, I hardly remember, remember being at Sequel. Well, that's probably where you got the fucking Latin boy from. Yeah, I snagged him oh. up and took him home, and yanked him up, and then yanked him off. I guess. <laughs> so we um, ended up at Sequel somehow, and I remember fucking being at the bar with her, and we were kind of like. Um, I think I'm sure we had made out. We were make, we were making out or whatever, like hanging out pretty tight. Mm-hmm. Um, we had latched onto each other, and uh, went to sequel. I remember getting one vodka drink there, um, or two. I got one for her, one for me. And like halfway, we're standing at the bar, and I was just like, "You want to go back to my house?" And she was like, "Yeah," and I was like, "Dope." Well, let's go. So, Fucking got in my car, drunk as fuck, like an asshole. Mm. And uh, no, I didn't get into my car. I think we Ubered, actually. I think we did Uber because we left it at the first place we stopped because we kind of went on tour, right? Yeah. So anyway, we got back to my house and we were doing illicit things. Um, 
which shall remain nameless on this podcast right uh, now. Yeah, I can only guess. Um, but we were drinking and um, we were hanging out. And then all of a sudden, um, we were making out, fucking clothes off and everything, you know. Like, she had the most amazing fucking body. Like, like just something to grab onto, something to, like, hold and kiss. And, like, I'm, I'm the poor girl was probably bruised the fuck up when she left my house. Yeah, because like, you were just going to town. I'm but sure. uh, somehow, randomly, I don't know why I decided to go look for fucking baby oil or something. I just wanted her body on my body, basically. <laughs> and... uh I couldn't find any baby oil or anything like that. So I went to the kitchen and got some extra virgin olive oil. And uh, the rest, my friend, is history. Is history. Yes. <laughs> I, I just, when you mention olive oil, I just have so many questions like what you guys did with that. But I'm guessing it was a lot harder for her to clean up than you. Yeah, you know, I was—I—I uh, I don't know about that. Like, uh, I've, I'm, I can't even remember. Like, did we take a shower after that together? We must have, I would think. You know. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure maybe we did, but I remember. I remember, like, you remember my old apartment? I had the downstairs um, room, mm-hmm. uh, or, or like the common area was on the couches and shit. So yeah. that's where it started. I'm pretty sure that's where it started. And then by the time we got upstairs to my bedroom. <clears throat> the olive oil had wore off but um um i remember i remember telling a friend this story i think it must have been summer or something and i was like yeah man fucking chick dude fucking really like her and everything i was like well that bitch probably got a fucking yeast infection that's why she's not calling you back <laughs> summer says I was like, the funniest fucking shit I was like, wait, what? Is that a fucking thing? She's like, yeah, you just can't put sh- shit all in your vagina. Yeah. I was like, mm, who knew? You know? Well, but Maybe one day I'll have uh, her on the podcast and she can say her side of the cleanup. I will kill you if you have her on the podcast <laughs> and talk about this story. Oh my God, Jesus I would die. Friend. I think you need to fucking edit a lot of the story out, actually. No. All right, so uh, I think the last question that I'm going to ask you is, when are you finally coming to fucking Colorado again, bro? <laughs> Dude, I want to come to Colorado so bad. I know. I like, noticed that you have a lot of free time, but I don't see you here. Well, you know, I, it may seem like I have a lot of free time just because I, um, I'm very good at uh, coordinating mm. and... Uh, looking like I have a lot of free time, but you know, I've been uh, selling a lot of wine lately, dude. I've been, uh, got this new gig where I'm a wine consultant now. Yes. I'm a fucking level two sommelier now. Like who the fuck knew I was going to go to this path. And, uh, like, uh, I like how the business is like, um, word of mouth. So like I'm getting like, uh, you know, other people to contact me and stuff. I did a wine list for a restaurant here in Atlanta, like a, two or three of them now here in Atlanta now. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, I didn't know that. Yeah, BTG glasses and everything. Like, I'm starting to do that now all. I did somebody's, I did a few cellars where rich motherfuckers have um, a wine cellar in the bottom of their fucking house and shit. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like fucking in awe when I go down there. Um, 
it was ridiculous. So I'm like kind of doing a lot of work like that, but it's really cool because it's not work to me. You know what I mean? It's fun. I love I really, fucking I had talking. no idea that you knew so much about wine until like recently. And I'm like, holy shit. Yeah, I know. It's not just vodka on the rocks for me, bro. I fucking like the grapes. Um, I typically don't drink a lot of wine when I'm out because I know what gets me to the point I want to be at, and it's vodka on the rocks. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I probably can drink more than anybody I know, which is not fucking great. But definitely out of my whole family and everything, I drink. Like my dad, my mom and dad, they don't drink. They've never drank, never drank a fucking drop in their life, never smoked, never done anything fucking wrong ever in their lives as far as all that's concerned. Right. And uh, one time my dad was like, I think we were at some kind of New Year's Eve celebration or something, you know, and um, I like fucking gave mom and dad a glass of champagne just so they could toast with everybody else. And I remember my dad, his little one-liners. He's always had good one-liners. He's like, no, we don't need to drink. You drink for the whole family. You drink <laughs> enough for the whole family. I was like, God damn. You're right. I really do. Because I'll fucking, you know, tonight, I didn't drink last night because I wanted to be fresh and ready for you here today. Yes. Um, but tonight, I'll probably put Taiwan on real hard. Um, it's Thursday night at the 11th Street Pub. Your boy Charles Barkley is going to be there. Me and him are fucking cool now. I've, he's uh, been there like out. a lot. Yeah, dude, it's like so crazy. Like, I, you turn on the television and you see all these fucking Charles Barkley commercials, and you see him on the air and everything. And then I go to my local pub at night, and fucking, I'm sitting next to Charles Barkley. He's buying me shots of fucking 1942 Don Julio tequila, um, forty-five, fifty dollars a shot. He doesn't give a fuck. He's like, "Dude, hey, man, do you want one? You want one? You want one? You want one?" He's like, "I'm like, dude." That's kind of how he talks to you, huh? Yeah, totally like, man. And, and you know, he says what's on his mind, and he doesn't have a filter, and that's what I like about him, you know? Right. So. Well, I think we have time. Okay, so just rack your brain. Like, what is one question that you've always wanted to ask me, and I will give you the answer? I only get one question? Yeah. Okay, well, let me ask you. Let me let, let's start it off like this, because uh, I want to. I want to kind of piggyback off your questions. What, what What was your first memory of me? Uh, I remember coming into Five Church, and I remember seeing you. And uh, God, you fell in love. Yeah, I fell in love instantly. <laughs> no, uh, I remember you were talking about a previous job you'd had and I knew this crazy fucker that worked there. Oh, initials MM. Yes. So that's yes. that's how we kind of like first started talking. Like that's right. How, yeah. I remember that. But I do remember seeing you at that bar on the the square there in Decatur. And I remember yeah. like buying you a shot of Jameson or something and then like just instantly like loving you after that right yeah i remember that too those good times any other questions ma'am um i want to ask you like uh like what's your favorite word like (laughs) like brah brah is my favorite word like i love to say it i love the way that it like comes out of my mouth i just fucking love it i love just saying brah Bra, like you got bra, a problem, bra, bra, 
That, You're so that, California. That, that's my favorite word, though. What's your favorite word? Um, I think it's fuck. Yeah, I was going to say either fuck or vagina. You seem to like those. No, I don't like vagina as a word. Um, <laughs> I like pussy better as a word. But oh, gross. That just sounds I think nasty. I, I, think, I think I say fuck a lot. And I'm like, ah, oh, fuck this. Fuck that. Fuck you. <laughs> Do you okay, so, so well. who is uh, who are you today, Andy? Like, I don't want to know your age or anything, but I want to know, like, are you content? Like, what's your plans for the future? Do you have, like, a five-year goal? Yeah, see, again, like, I don't be doing shit like that, right? I'm mm-hmm. um, just like, and I feel like that's probably one of my major uh, fucking issues in life that uh, I'm not really goal-oriented. I kind of, like, do what I want to do. I've been lucky enough to have been given... Uh, the fucking freeness to be able to do what I want to do, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never had to really worry about little things that a lot of people have to worry about, like where I'm getting my next meal or fucking where I'm, I don't have enough money or whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, what am I going to do? Like, my, I, I remember, like, one of my biggest things was, like, oh, my God, who am I going to hang out with tonight? Like, Jesus. Like, just because I was, like, Oh, fucking so many fucking options, you know? Right. But I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't even know, man. Like, Do you have a, like I said, I'm not. No, go ahead, Bay. No, it's like, it's like I'm not passionate about much. Like, I guess, I guess I'm passionate about golf and wine right now, but that could change fucking uh, in two weeks, you know? Do you have like a, like so far, like, for for how long you've been around, like in the world, like your legacy that you think you've left so far, like what would your legacy be? My legacy is to like a just to treat people fucking how they how you want to be treated. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. Like my legacy should be something like, uh, you know, it was a good time, it was chill, um, but like nothing like so. I'm not deep. I'm not a deep guy. Um, that doesn't I guess have to I be deep. Be, that's that sounds good to me. I, yeah, but I mean, it's like not. I don't know. I don't think it's a good answer. Is what I'm trying to say. Like, I feel like you could have got, a, you could get a better answer from somebody else no, for that no. one. That feels like a great answer. I'll hang out until you're